0: buongiorno universe come va ciao italia and uh, big old hello in english to everybody else how you been universe same old same old hmm even after those two mm, almost watchable football games this afternoon those didn't perk you up yeah they sucked well I mean, I guess if you're a San Francisco fan, maybe you had a good day, but for the rest of the country, unpause. Okay. I know yesterday's recording was um, a waste of your time. At least as I remember it now, not having listened to it ever again, but having spit it out of my mouth originally, well, I don't feel like it necessarily reached the level of... C minus material I usually strive to achieve. So, I think I owe you one. Like, I'm hoping to, uh, you know, bring a little thunder today. And if we get lucky, maybe even some lightning. Pause. Unpause. Well, uh, now that I put the pressure on, I think a good place to maybe, uh, plug in our boombox of 80s cassette tape vibe. Well, I think somebody hand me the Wham cassette. No, I want Wham. Make it big, duh. Like I want that first album? No, thank you. Make it big. And make it big they did. Well, I don't know about Andrew Ridgely? Wrigley? What was his name? Ridley? Riddler. He was the Riddler? No. Well, the guy that was originally with George Michael, I think they were a couple. They made it in a band called Wham. I mean, I don't know if they made it, but they probably did. But I mean, they got famous for performing records under the label of a band named Wham. Bam. There was no thank you, ma'am. It was more like, thank you, Andrew. And in this band where they would wake you up, before you'd go go and it was it was like Frankie goes to Hollywood time and Wham time and well that's the moon box we're gonna go plug in so yeah let's go make it big pause Don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo oh, wake me up You do itjidi boat you, you put the boom boom into my heart. Okay, okay, that is enough of that. Come on, George Michael would not approve. And correctly would not approve. And you know what I don't approve of? My current THC levels. Pause. You know another thing I don't approve of? Corn and salsa. I mean, seriously, who does that? I mean, are we putting walnuts in guacamole now? No, because you don't. Pause. Pause. Unpaused. And um, you know what else I don't approve of? Oh, should I really say this? Okay. Um, Oh, this is awful. Okay, I don't approve of Greg Olson. And I've not approved of him the entire time he's been in the booth. And it has not much to do with his content. His insight into play structure, lineup, Um, variation and the responsibilities, particularly of the receiving core and the read of the quarterback in that progression. He does a good job analyzing those facets of the game and tends to mostly spot defensive uh, opportunities and exposure as it is developing. But the problem is then he spots Speaks it. And it's his voice. Oh, I know. It's so fucking wrong of me to say. I have the worst voice of the day. And I'm making fun of Greg Olson. That's not okay. <sighs> ah, breathe in. Don't let it get negative. <sighs> okay. He's no Tony Romo when it comes to commentary. He's not even Chris Collinsworth Okay, maybe he's Chris Collinsworth I don't know, Chris Collinsworth Needs to go As well So does the entire Fox halftime crew Hell, I think every commentator In the entire NFL Television Production industry Should be washed out Except Tony Romo Tony Romo's fucking awesome And I am not a fan but his commentary in the booth is as good as anybody since Collinsworth when he was new. Troy Aikman was competent, but never special. Tony Romo is is good. He's, he's potentially the best that's ever been if he commits to it. Pause. On pause. Well, and I'm not saying we have to get rid of Jim Nance and Al Michaels and... Uh, who does ESPN? Torriho. Yeah, Torigo. Um, but I'm not opposed to it. Really, I'm not Buzz. And when I say Romo has the potential to be the greatest ever, I'm not overlooking guys like uh, Madden or... Uh, well, let's see. I am overlooking everybody else that I can't think of, right? Just by the nature of not being able to recall them. Is that what overlooking people is? Okay, so how many color commentators from the past of notoriety can I come up with on the spot right now, having not really thought about this, but having watched a lot of football in my life, I would give myself a chance at seven. I've already named uh, a bunch of them, but I haven't named... I wonder... Well, okay. Howard Cosell, Don Meredith, and uh, and, uh, who the hell else was in the booth with those guys? Dandy Don, uh, Fran Tarkenton, maybe. He was also on a show called Real People. Is him? Goddamn. I don't know, man. My childhood's just (laughs) all Mandela affected. Okay. Uh, I I don't even want to count any of those guys because I can't even really name them. But here's some people I can name. Matt Millen, who was, I think, on Fox for about a decade. And he was about as good as, hmm, about as good as today, who would we compare him to? Daryl Johnston? Yeah. Right there. In fact, they're probably clones of each other. So, Matt Millen, that's one. Number two, we're going to go with Rush Limbaugh. Ha And number three, we're going to go with Dennis fucking Miller. Because... Hell yeah, it's just entertainment. Let's get all political and comedy with it. Jiggity jiggity. Uh, yeah. Pause. Unpause. All right, that's three. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to cheat on the next one. Well, it's not really cheating, it's just he's a Bronco. So by default, Mark Schlereth is a player who I'm very familiar with and thus somewhat have. Watched his career in mediocre broadcasting manifest. And it's not that Schlereth isn't okay. He's okay. He's he's the guy that you can have in the four slot because everybody knows they're better than Schlereth. And then there's a hierarchy of comfort. Now, who your one and two are, there might be some discussion. Those guys might be really good. But Schlereth is clearly your four, right? So he's got that going for him. And he stopped talking about every single play from the point of view of the offensive tackle. That's how he started his career. But as compelling as offensive tackle strategy in a game of football can be, even when he has something of interesting... Uh, uh, observation to convey. It's always in that milk toast sort of blippity, blippity, blippity. I am like, if the ABC Family Channel came to life and were a football player, it would be me. But that makes four. All right, let's see if I can get five, six, and seven really quick. I should be able to. All right, five. We're gonna go with, uh, who? Who is in the booth that I can go with really quick that, uh, I can think of? Um, darn, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Um, oh, Phil Sims, hello. Boomer Sison. I know they're both in the studio now, but they started in the booth. Oh, do those count? Should they? I think they should. They're not quite the perfect example like Matt Mellon, but they're good enough, I think, or I would think, or I do think, or I hope to think, or I never want to think again. Nope, I would like to keep thinking. Am I thinking now? <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> Pause. Unpause. All right, well, I think I failed my over-under test. Um. I only thought of one more, and he's so bad. <gasps> Wait, no, I know of one. The dude that was on the kids' TV show. Yeah, um, the big dude, the lineman. Oh, he was with the ball guy. I can't think of either of their names. They did so many Bronco games. Merlin Olsen. Merlin Olsen. Merlin Olsen. That's five. Five. Oh, and coaches. Hang on. Uh, uh, Tony Dungy, he was definitely one. He was pretty good, actually. Um, Good enough they moved him into the studio, and he probably hates the job now, especially if he ever has to be around Terry Bradshaw. But if I can come up with a seventh really cool, well, I can put Trent Green in there because... He's doing it currently, and he's not terrible, but he's not good. He's no Tony Romo. Last but not least, who can I come up with that was also a coach in the booth? Oh, John Gruden, for sure. Pause. Oh, Ron Jaworski for the 8-ball. We're getting an 8-ball? Oh, we're going to go shoot 8-ball. Wait, are we going to shoot 8-balls? Oh, yeah. Unpause. All right, here we sit on the 28th. Well, now it's the 29th of January. And the 29th of January might be my last day of non-employment because I had an interview yesterday. Boo! Oh, God. Oh. And usually when I have an interview, I get hired. Oh, the worst. Because I only apply for minimum wage jobs. Oh, So, obviously, I'm still quarreling inside myself with the prospect of returning to the quote unquote United States of American workforce or what else do we call it slave to the man, uh, grindstone. What put your nose to the grindstone. Isn't that going to work? Or is it just the, uh, worst part of almost every single American's life right now? Does anybody enjoy working right now? Anybody. Do the teachers enjoy working? No. Are the doctors having a good time? I doubt it. Except when they're golfing. I can't think of any... Well, the politicians are running amok. And if they're really drinking adrenochrome and having these satanic orgies in the basements of Victorian chalets, well, I'll bet even they're a little disappointed. At least when they open the drapes and the sun comes in and they're like, oh my God, Jesus, what time is it? (sighs) Got any more of that adrenochrome? Pause. Unpause. You think adrenochrome is trademarked? Like, couldn't you make an energy drink called adrenochrome and at least for a month or two just make a killing? Pun not intended. I'm so sorry, kids. Unpause. Unpause. I really am sorry if somehow any of that is remotely, even possibly, in this reality, true. So absurd is it that, of course, it's dismissed offhand. Which is why I doubt it's trademarked or copywritten, because who would do that? Well, I would... No, I wouldn't. I know some people who would, though. I wonder if I could float this idea past them and then just invest on the quiet side of things. You know, I was the idea man, and I'll give you half of the initial capital investment if you'll just cut me in for 80% of the profits. What do you think? Pause. On pause. Um, the, the conundrum we're in with leadership that appears to have gone off the rails in a direction that nobody knows what the final destination looks like. And as our channels of correction to help address these situations have either been completely shut down or so clogged with irrelevant nonsense... That they are of no true power. They're just more political theater. Right, filibuster? Uh, my name's Phil. Will you quit calling me filibuster? I fucking hate that. <sighs> Golden goat countermeasure activated. Va Facula cool. <clears throat> Mm-hmm Wasn't Va Facula cool someone like go fuck the whale? That one there was there is a, a Italian slang uh phrase that when translated literally I believe is uh, go fuck a whale. Which I mean it's as good as I gotta take a shit, right? Where are you gonna take it? <laughs> fuck. I'm high. I mean, when you laugh at the take a shit joke, (laughs) you're fucking high. (laughs) Shall we move on to knock knock jokes? You start. Uh, Who's there? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I gotcha. I gotcha. Now you want to play three card money for money? Hmm? Come on. Let's do it. I will uh, play the role of Orion to your cigar. Let's do it. Pause. Cigar. I believe he pronounces his name Sagar. Mm, maybe I'm wrong. But I'm fairly certain his last name, Jetty. That one's right. So here's to Cigar. Sagar. Sagar. Jetty. Ciao, baby. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, guapo. Pause. Pause. Um, pause. So <clears throat> I guess that's another thing I don't approve of. Cigars, not Sugar or Sagar, uh, well, whatever, that dude with crystal ball. And crystal ball is not like a crystal ball you tell the future with. Crystal ball is like a woman who gets really irritated whenever you uh, bring up Trump. Look it up in the dictionary. It's what it says. Pause. Unpause. Whereas a Sagar is what we like to refer to as a sharp-dressed man who's got a particular affinity for subtle wordplay that's both clever and ironic. That's what a sagar is. Yep. Yeah. boss. So back to the original question. What do you get when a hobbit fucks a Hallmark card? Anybody got the answer yet? depressed uh an unexpectedly sticky situation turned on the muppets wookiee come pause unpause how would you get wookiee come from a fucking hobbit well, Well, how does the Hallmark card even... You're not making sense. You don't even know any Wookiees. Well, yeah, I mean... If you're going to hold my Wookiee goddamn friend against me, then what am I going to chew on next? (coughs) Huh? No, I can't do a Wookiee. A Wookiee should be something that would be easy to learn to do, as long as you could, like... Flutter Your Throat. And since I don't think I can do that, I won't be doing any Wookiees anytime soon. Um, is this going... Oh, man. I gotta get off the Wookiee cone. All right, all right, right on. I found my list. I found my list. So we can stop wandering around like we have been for 20 minutes. Which is silly. Because I didn't mean to put you through that. Nor did I mean to sing to you, so I'm gonna stop. After this last verse, ta da! You're welcome. All right, that was gratuitous, but gratuitous is my last name, so abide I do, and I. I guess that's a decent enough segue to what I really wanted to talk about tonight, which is, what is it that makes us all start thinking something like, let's kill all the Jews? Huh? Where's that come from? And since even in my youthiest of my youth, I looked at this particular transformation with the proper gaze of abject horror that it deserves even in walking through the Dachau prison camp did we go to Dachau? yeah we did we did not go to Auschwitz but it was I mean I don't know that we all cried but I know I did I know Linda did I know uh, what was her name? What was her name? Fiona, Catherine, Joel. I mean, it was awful. You could feel the, the, um, you could feel the dread that the buildings themselves still housed somehow. And <clears throat> I'm an atheist, big time. Still am, Really. Because I don't know that anything I've seen in religious dogma convinces me that what I think of as the potential of the almighty creator, otherwise summed up with three letters, is not almighty enough. Especially the one that's like smiting Job and just being petty. I mean, that is that is not God. That's more like the reptilian shapeshifters coming up to fuck with you. But gods, plural, those are the Anunnaki, which would account for Olympus and Ra and um, <clears throat> Thor and all them. Now, they're real. They're just not gods. And then there is... That which is everything encompassed and in total, both through and behind time, as well as up and down through space and around the toroid field, until you end up bumping into your own butthole. That design, complex though it is, contorted though it may be, is the wonder of the universe. And that, I don't think anyone's really nailed down when they talk about the old D-O-G... I mean, G-O-D. G-O-D-A-M-M-I-T. God damn it! I can't talk about God without feeling like I have to say I don't believe in God. But I do know that where we come from is something... Even more magical than you can imagine. And. It's. Containment of. Everything that is. Includes you. And when it. Brings you. When it envelops you with. The. With the acceptance. And. Love of being in your warmth again. Well, you'll never feel more appreciated, and it's sure going to make you forget about your earth journey in a hurry. Pause, unpause, and I'm in clear contact with source energy influence enough to appreciate that it exists without ever wanting it to uh, interfere. Although I think the delusional schizophrenic known as Lily May Eaton may have been that energetic uh, force interfering by design or by necessity. So I'm not saying it doesn't exist that way. I just look to accomplish what is right in front of me in the now with all of my faculties intact and activated so that I can, hmm, as it were, slow it all down and appreciate it in both super slow-mo time and super sped-up time. When you're truly... When the world's atomic hum is vibrating in in harmonic assignment to your existence and and even if that's forcing you into alignment while well, you, you watch time warp it'll speed up and slow down at the same time. And you'll see it happen because you can move between both experiences. But Without being in the literal, visceral connection that it is to be unified with either the Mother Earth hum or the universe itself hum. Well, us humans haven't been in that vibrational space since, hmm, well, it's been a while. Pause. The worst thing about digital information acquisition is you don't know that what's there now is being shown to someone else in identical form, or even being shown to somebody else, or will be the same tomorrow as what you're seeing today. It's just, it's, it's, it's an illusion, it's a box of electronic influence that you're subjecting yourself to. And it's influence on you still to be determined. While it's certainly done one thing, it's made you think like everybody else that's looking into the same box with the same content being shown in the same Google feeds and the same Facebook news feeds and the same Twitter threads. It's all there for us to assimilate and start thinking identical thoughts. For where will we go be creative and have thoughts outside the box? Hmm? What? Well, they took Parlor away, so that's not going to work. Pause. Oh, MySpace? You say, huh? MySpace. Good idea. If it were 2004, pause. You've got mail, said Tom Hanks to Meg Ryan before her lips got weird. Okay, okay, her lips didn't get weird. She had elective surgery to make her what were already attractive lips into clown lips. She chose to do that to herself. That didn't just happen. It was a choice. One I'm sure Meg Ryan still stands firmly behind. Pause. Unpause. I mean, where else are you going to stand? Your fucking lips are always right in front. How can you not stand behind them? It's obvious. We all stand behind our lips. We just don't all do it with this sort of holy shit, what happened to your lips? Factor that Meg Ryan doesn't. Unpause. Now would be the perfect time to tell every single young woman, girl, teenage woman, woman, grandmother, cougar, tigress, mm, Venus flytrap, are they male or female? I think they're female. I don't know. <clears throat> For all the feminine among us, the females of the universe at large in my current incarnation, 8675309 Earth, you are so beautiful. I mean it. I'm talking to you, not the rest of them. You are fucking great and you're gorgeous you're amazing I can't imagine you being more perfect so when you imagine that you're not perfect enough and that somehow some way carving yourself into a new you is the only solution that you think will make it all work Well, be sure to rewind this and play this, because before you do that, I want to make sure you are aware, you're fucking gorgeous. You're absolutely perfect. Don't change a thing other than how much you love yourself. There could be more of that, but you can't buy that at the plastic search. He doesn't sell that, he sells big boobs and regret.